You've now entered the lap of luxury. Prepare your soul for a lavish journey into enlightenment. What do we got to talk about now? Dude, that was a good topic. We really, we really went into that one. We didn't even get into the uh, your other one there, uh, Shark, because I know we, we kind of like we talked about the snowflake, but we got we did get the old people things as we pretty much talked spent the whole time on. We can talk about hell either the snowflake or the independent piece or I don't know, dude. I, I want to pick one of yours. I want to pick the independence or uh, what are your negative thoughts about yourself? You know? <laughs> yeah. So give oh, it, have, have you guys done that? Have you done that one already? What? What are the, what are your negative thoughts about yourself? Dude, did I, mean, I, I feel like I I feel like we might have. I don't remember. Yeah, I just assume we haven't talked about anything, and I just keep going forward. Yeah, <laughs> we can talk about it again, and no people like maybe the diehard listeners. But you already talked about their food. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, I think as long as it's not like back to back or too uh, too much, I think it's good. Yeah. Um. So let, let me ask you something before we get started, and you can cut this part out or whatever. But, uh, like, I've I've never met anybody that listens to the podcast. Like, like, do you know people that like? <laughs> God damn, shark! Well, I just your fucking dude, punches just... next time, man. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> that's why you got to be an you got to be a brand ambassador. I got people we uh, we just posted on Facebook. I don't know if you had it, but we got a, I got a listener in Germany. So I should say I we have a listener in Germany. Uh, I turned him on to it, and his wife loved it. Can you put in the comments who that was? Uh, you know you them? Guys, yeah, I know you guys won't know. Him. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, Shark, well, I think you I, just gotta, we just gotta spread it. But I mean, for the most part, like Luxury and I just did, th- I mean, I know you're not, maybe you're not saying it in this way, but Luxury and I just did this because um, we're gonna have fun. these conversations anyway. Yeah, we're gonna have these conversations anyway. We might as well record them. I really like them because I wanna look back and like listen to what I was talking about in March of 2019 or something like that. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. <laughs> no, no, I, and, and it, like, I'm not doing this for fame or glory. I'm doing this because I like you guys, you know? Uh, but, uh, and my brother has listened to a couple of the episodes. Uh, he really liked, I'm sure, but maybe we talked about this, but, uh, he really liked blood in the water, you know? Um, <laughs> oh, that was the one you go on there, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, great title, he, by the he way. Like, he likes listening to his brother just bitch about his job. Yeah. <laughs> so well, this is what you got to do, Sharks. You're, you're in a new place, new squadron. You just talk, you just casually drop it out there. I'm like, dude, have you guys heard of like this, this is how it starts? Like, have you guys heard of this podcast, The Lap of Luxury? There's a couple, there's a couple of like, uh, there's a couple of you know, airports dudes who go on there and like, they just talk about some silly shit. It's actually not no, bad. No, I, I, I have told people that, that I have a podcast. So, oh, you have a podcast, Shark. Well, no, that, this that, is that, classic that, Shark that, moment. That I appear on a podcast. Okay, I, told okay. I don't know. That's probably oh, not. No, sorry, I, what do you I, tell I the girls you. at the bar? That's what we really want to know. What? What do you yeah, tell them? I tell them I, I got a podcast. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have wanted to like, like break out and start my own podcast, you know, but like I don't know what I would talk about that would make it any different than what we're doing right here. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, if yeah, you could be on any time. We're always open, you know. So yeah, uh, I mean, 
I'm a pretty regular guest on this thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, Always welcome. Yeah, like. it's, it's too bad we're not all in person. Otherwise, um, we could really take it up a notch. But that being said, uh, you just got to work it. You just got to work it in there. I, I, I'm telling you, you go say, hey, you didn't even have to mention it's the one you're on, you know, like, hey, dude, have you heard this podcast? Like, I know you get, because I'm sure people talk about podcasts. You got, what do you hear? I'm sure you hear, oh, the Fighter Pilot Podcast or the Afterburn, because I'm listening to these, by the way. Fighter Pilot Podcast, the Afterburn, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, hey, you got these ones, and some just like chill, like they're not super professional, they're bros, just like you guys. And I think you, I think you really dig them. Just let's put it on and yeah, done, done. Well, the other thing, the other thing that I like too is like we're not we're not waxing philosophical to anybody or like you know being all like most of those like fighter pilot podcasts are like they're like i'm a fighter pilot and that now gives me credibility to like have this pod like we have no credentials you know what i mean like (laughs) have you guys have you guys stated any credentials like that that give you legitimacy and like having a podcast like no we're all just a couple dudes you know yeah Um, and shit sometimes do that. You got to get some that's on here, by the way. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, um, here, I'll put her name in the chat, but she wants to come on the podcast. Um, do we know her? Yeah, you do. Oh, I know, we know her. I think we talked about this. Yeah. You got to get her on here. All right. This I'm is just... a public service announcement. Okay. If anybody wants to be on this podcast, just message us. We're open to anybody. You know what I mean? Like, you guys, we don't have to approach you. You guys can approach us. Yeah. If you if you hear if you hear something that you uh if you hear something that you have a commentary on, let us know. We'll, we can revisit this. We can circle back if you will. It, it, well, here's the problem. Okay, the same people are listening. Also, same people. I'm not I'm not shitting on you, listeners. I'm just saying. Sometimes people like there are people who created Instagram. They have one post. And they follow 800 people, you know. <laughs> they're, they're, they're just here to listen and you know be entertained. They're, hey, this is a, this is a two way conversation. Can we say some fucked up shit? You know, we had Speed. Um, Speed came out. And he was like, "Hey, Shark's completely wrong on how it is in the academy." I'm like, "Hey, man. Okay, Speed, come on and correct us. Yeah. Let us know. Fix it." Uh, Wait, I haven't listened to that episode. I need to go listen to that. Well, you, he hasn't. Li- he was just telling us this. Oh yeah, yeah. He was like, "Hey, so, there, there's something. There's something that you said. I don't know. There's just shit. There's just shitting on the academy. Which, to be honest, it's too, it's all too easy to shit on the academy. <laughs> so for and, sure, man. And I think that's probably goes for all three service. Oh, well, I guess there's four service academies. Um, yeah, uh, maybe five. I know uh, old Sano. He went to the Merchant Marine Academy. Do you count that? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Hmm. Man. Yes. So please, anybody, uh, anybody who's interested, feel free. We'll we'd love to hear from you. And she's uh, she's welcome as well anytime. Yeah, we gotta set it up, but I don't know. She's she's gallivanting around the world. I think. Yeah, is she? she is. She she is gallivanting around the world. Um. So, I mean, I got a couple other people in mind that would be cool to bring on here. I think they would have cool things to say. But like my buddy from Charleston, who's like not in the Air Force at all. Uh, he's an industrial engineer for Mercedes. I Ooh. think he'd be a very interesting. Get that discount. Trying to get that uh, 
I don't know what I'm trying to get, actually. The Mercedes are all too expensive. But <laughs> no, that would be luxury, awesome. Luxury, you don't seem like a Mercedes guy. Are you a Mercedes guy? Uh, dude, I like Mercedes. I like Mercedes F1. I like Mercedes. Uh, every time I've been in Mercedes, they've been awesome. Um, yeah. Built really well. The only thing I don't like about Mercedes is their designs age really quickly. So True. True. Uh, but like, like, if you get something new, that it's, it's outdated. Like, it looks completely outdated within, like, three years. So. But, but like, you know those old, like, kind of boxier, late 90s Mercedes? Like, yeah. I feel like those will always be classic. You know? Well, maybe it's starting to. It's, it's, it's it only took thirty years to come around to where it be classic. You know, like there's yeah. a like you look at like the eighty like for me like I like American cars, but uh, like the eighties Camaros, those things were now they look sick. Or the eighties and nineties Camaro, more more specifically the late eighties, early nineties Camaro. I always thought those are like now I think those are badass, but at the time I thought that shit looked trash. Yeah, <laughs> but like I look now, I'm like again. It's just a, you know, a longing for nostalgia. That's what it is. You're like, oh, man, that yeah. looks cool. Did, did, like, when you look at a 2003 car versus a 1983 car, you're looking like, oh, man, it's, like, this looks way better, you know? Or even, like, an old-school muscle car, you're like, ah, I think I kind of like the new one. But, you know, it just takes a few years to be like, oh, shit, that's a classic. That thing looks sick. So... What are going to be the classics from our time, you think? Man, I think um, from our time, like what we thought were famous, so like, or what we think was cool. So like the the Ferraris were pretty cool. So they had like the F40 and F50. Um, this is for car people. Uh, the Testarossa, they had the Lamborghini um, Countach. If you're, if, you're, if you're familiar with that, um, that was a badass car um, back in the day. If you've ever, if you've ever seen uh, uh, The Wolf of Wall, Wall Street, um, Leo, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character, he's like climbing out of a Lamborghini Countach, I think, uh, when he's on the ludes. Um, but what else? Um, like I said, the 90s Corvettes were always cool. Um, yeah, there's like there's like some of that stuff's already coming back as classics, like the '90s early early F body Camaro or sorry not Camaros um, Mustang. Those are starting to make a comeback. Like oh shit, that's badass. But I don't know. I'm waiting for my car to come classic, but might be a little. Bad. <laughs> I mean, like it looks good, and like I take care of it. It'll be a classic here in about another ten years. People are like oh shit. But um, luxury. If I go, if I'm gonna go out and get a small performance car that's kind of affordable right two-seater you know Mm -hmm. what do you think what's the what's the car to get affordable sports car like do you want it to be fast or you want it to just be like a sports car uh you know not it doesn't necessarily have to be fast but it has to be fun to drive you know uh probably uh i'd say probably a mazda miata really yeah not, not too expensive, and, like, it's a sports car, uh, or it's a – I personally would not buy that because I'm like, uh, I need more power. But it's a little nimble car. It's fun to drive. Uh, well, what what about a Fiat Spider? Fiat Spider. Uh, those things are pretty sweet. Um, they look they look decent. Like, the uh, 
that or those Alfa Romeos. Um, they're all right. I again, I wouldn't personally get those, but um, they're little, they're small little nimble cars. If you want to kind of show off, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna drop top. But man, I think you just got to go full on old man to get the. Uh, I mean, now that you got, you got, you got some, uh, you got an airplane, you just got to fucking go full in and get the, uh, get like a one of the new Corvettes and get the, uh, the convertible. Yeah, yeah, those new Corvettes look sick, dude. Yeah, they're nasty. I wouldn't. I I don't think I want to buy one right now because they don't come in. If they came in stick or manual, I should say, I would like it better. Even though the shifter that they got a dual clutch that shifts like faster than you can blink your eye, but that's a whole other story. Good for racing, but I'm here for the experience. I think if if I uh, if if my majors board goes goes well and I actually get promoted, then I might uh, I might get myself a new car. You yeah, know what I mean. You're gonna get another car, or you're gonna get a new like new truck or something. No, I think I, I think I'm gonna get just a second car. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that I can have I can be like you. I ha- I have the practical space of my truck, but <laughs> I can also like have a completely impractical car. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, because I really want a completely impractical car, and the only reason I haven't owned one is because they're completely impractical. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> they really uh, are. Uh, but you gotta make sure you drive it because that I don't know. I still say I I like American. You could like I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That new Corvette is sweet. I I, I had a I I have a buddy that that bought one and oh no shit, it, it looks sick. Yeah, yeah. Badass. But he's one of those dudes. He's one of those dudes that like, you know, he spends like way too much, like. Like, he got, like, the best one that you could get, you know? Yeah. When he didn't he pulled a dozer, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he, I, I haven't seen him post any pictures of that shit, so... It's, uh, his car is pretty sweet. I was remember talking to him about it, and I, I suggested not not that version of the car that he bought, but the... Because he got my special edition one, which, um, it's dope. And I, he, let, he actually let me drive it, which was pretty sick, actually. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I got a Corvette. He's got a Corvette. And, uh, his, uh, Corvette mines I like. And it was pretty sick. I'm not going to lie. I was like, shit, man, this this thing is fucking nice. I mean, but it looks sick, dude. It does. Anyways. Um, yeah, he, he went all. He got the. So. So th- this actually drives me to to my to to your topic a little bit. Uh about being in too independent, mm-hmm. you know? Say more. Um, like, when is it, is it, and I guess this is kind of along that topic, but, like, is it ever weird to, like, start talking about, like, uh, when you don't want to be independent anymore? Like, you would like to be dependent. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, I think I think Port's going to be kind of our resident expert on this right now, um, followed by, well, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, he's going to be our resident expert on this because um, he's had he's some. Good. He's, 
he ha- he has a dependent and he is a dependent uh, on somebody else, yeah. right? Uh, like there's no shade in that at all. Um, it's just I don't, I don't know. I for me, I, I think he kind of got to normalize this. This is kind of one of the other topics, but like we're not kids anymore. Where it's where it was cool to be like. Oh, you know, I don't need anybody. I'm just like a dude. I don't need some chick to be dragging me down. Like that's not cool anymore. Like you want, like it's okay to say, hey, you know, I I want to see myself in a relationship with somebody, or I want to see somebody myself with a wife and kids. You know, to have somebody to depend on, and also have somebody to depend on me. Um, I think it's I, I think that's something completely okay to ask, but it's. You, you really got to manage your machismo, I guess, if you will, to say, hey, um, it's not because it, the like I said that machismo says, hey, it's not cool to be vulnerable or to say I need somebody else. Um, I think it's OK to do it. It's just, it's kind of hard. Like for me, I'm so used to doing stuff on my own. Like now like I get in a relationship and I'm like, it's it's weird to have somebody like else I have to look out for, you know, like for me, I'm used to, I, I want to worry about my own mental well-being. I don't have to compliment anybody. I compliment myself if I feel like it or, you know, I just kind of exist. I buy, I spend what I want. I buy what I want. Um, if I don't have enough money for it, then I don't get it. I don't stretch myself. I just uh, do what I do. And I only have to worry about me. But when you bring somebody else, that's the I guess that's the, the part to me that's kind of tough and I've already talked uh, way too long. I've kind of, I feel like I'm hawking a mic now, but um, I think in the independence can kind of bite you in the butt in the long term when you think that you only need your, you only need yourself or um, even when you're with somebody else, you're still only thinking about number one. You're not thinking about, Oh, I have somebody else I have to worry about now. Right. Yeah, I think you nailed it. The uh, I think you want to be you. Always, I don't know how to say. It's like you want to be independent, but you want to share responsibility. If that makes sense, like um, when you can. But you always like throughout your entire life. I've realized you have to just <laughs> be getting your shit together. You know what I mean? <laughs> you never have your shit together, but like, like when I was single. <clears throat> It's it's so easy to be like, oh, I just want to be with somebody, this type of that. And then I think we've talked about it before. It's like that's the time to be making sure you have your shit together so that when you get into a relationship or whatever next stage of your life is, um, you you know, you have less issues, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you should be constantly trying to improve yourself and I guess your situation, if I can, if that makes sense, um, making it easier for people. But yeah, once you, I don't know if you ever really, like with meeting people, obviously, if we're talking about that aspect, you never decide when that happens. You know what I mean? For the most part, right? Uh, So that's always going to fall into your lap. So I think it's just, uh, it's more of a black and white, like, am I ready for this in general or am I not ready for this? And for the most part, I think everybody's ready for it, but you you certainly have to have, the communication skills have to be there to make sure you set expectations and boundaries on like how to uh combine resources and duties if that makes sense i think one of the uh go sorry my bad no 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 go 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 i was agreeing 
the uh, one of the questions I have then too is like we we talk about how important it is in our society to be independent, you know, um, not to rag on women, but you know, like they're always talking about. I think the reason we rag, not rag on women, women kind of get the short and the stick on this is because um, in the past women hadn't had the chance to be independent. Um, they were always like society expected them to be dependent on a man or whatever. Um, or some other, somebody else. Um, but now, you know, independent women are like, oh, I don't need a man. I can do this. And like, okay, that's cool and all. But at what point do, like, do you start seeing the downsides? Like, it, it's it's all good. And this, and I, I said independent women, this can go for men too. You know, when you when somebody has been looking out for themselves for so long, I think a lot of times they lose out on the team player aspect in their life. So like people get used to they're like, Oh, I, I don't need anybody to help me up. I don't need anybody to, you know, tell like I'm, you know, I'm the person who people should be looking for. Uh, and then all of a sudden they're so they've been independent for so long. They don't know how to be in a relationship with somebody, whether it's um, a friendship a co-working relationship, a romantic relationship, any of those, because they can only do it for so long. Um, I'm thinking about one person in particular. Um, none of you guys know them, uh, but I'm thinking about one person in particular. And they are, they're all, they're always so almost not enamored with this, how cool they are. And they think everybody else should kind of realize how cool they are that they're not able to have a good relationship with anybody like that. I've known um, they, they, they're able to have a good relationship for about, you know, a month or two. And by the time that month or two is up, they're like, they can't stand being around the person because it's almost like the other person's not bowing down to them and praising them for being so cool or so independent, you know? Yeah. I would say that strikes it like that's I mean, I suppose not obviously, but like intuitively where it would go like you miss out on that aspect. Like it's almost like if you had no friends, you know, and you just did everything mm -hmm. on your own, like your friends would hopefully even if it's not for the social aspect, they'd hopefully um, guide you correctly, like be like a mentor or something or you'd learn lessons from them or with them. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and hopefully enrich your life with like I don't know trips or something they're going on or uh, yeah. other hobbies or something like that. So I think you just miss you miss out on like another dimension of life. Maybe that's the yeah. best way to put it. Yeah, and being independent is cool and all. Like that's like that's awesome and like it's very empowering to be that. But you gotta you gotta kind of know and hold and know and fold them as you said, as uh, <laughs> as, uh oh, what's his name said. Um, George Strait, I think, said no. So no, he said all my exes live in Texas. Willie Nelson. <laughs> Willie Nelson, there you go. Sir William Nelson. Is he? Is it William Nelson? No, it's not Willie Nelson. I don't know who it is. It could be. I don't know country music. But all I said, like, it's it's kind of Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers, there you go. <laughs> Kenny Rogers, know when to hold him. Uh, you gotta know when to hold him. Know yeah. when to fold him. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it, it's all it's all well and good to have independence, but it can also, if you make that your goal and you forget that there's other people around you 
you know, it can be detrimental to yourself and then detrimental to your relationships because, yeah, everything I've said, so I don't have to, I don't go and repeat everything I just said again. Have a nasty habit. Well, it's kind of like uh, that episode of, um, fuck, is it The Office or Parks and Rec? But like, they're having like the like independent ladies like Valentine's Day lunch or whatever. Oh, the Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, and then like, and then like three of the girls get up and and whoever the main one is is like, where are you guys going? And they're like, those guys over there are gonna go buy us hot dogs. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, but, like, <laughs> it, it's, 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 for me, it's, um, like, I don't, I don't strive to be independent. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I think people who are, like, walk around and they're like, I'm independent, like, and they're the ones that need people the most. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like they're constantly pushing people away because they want everyone around them to know that they are like can do it on their own. You know what I mean? And like, I think part of like being productive and like uh, being healthy in an independent lifestyle is knowing when to ask for help. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and when that's appropriate, like my, my brother all the time, like he'll make these comments of like, like, why do you need your, why do you need mom to like come up and help you move or whatever? And it's like, it's like, because like, it's hard to do that shit alone, you know, like, uh, without somebody there to like, kind of guide you and help you, you know, yeah. and like, you're moving right now, luxury, like, are you doing it all on your own or like, or do you have people helping you? Yeah, you know? I, got, I, got, I definitely have people because there's no fucking way I want to pack up my entire fucking house again. I did that once. Right. No fucking. Right. But I, I think the, the key to independence is kind of understanding that if you, you can't, you can't do every, you can't be completely independent. No, no. Humans are pack animals, dude. But, yeah. Uh, we we survive in groups, and uh, so you, you you can't be Leroy Jenkins in life, you know, because uh, right. you'll die, you know. Yeah. Uh, or you'll at least uh, die alone. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But it's just interesting, dude. It's very uh. It's very, but I. I feel like there's more, it's more acceptable to be independent in modern society uh, than it was before, you know? There's not that stigma of like, you got to go get married and like find a lady, you know, or like for the ladies, like you got to go find a man or like, you know, you got to have a significant other, you know? Yeah. Uh, there's not that they don't have there's not that stigma anymore um so you know i think it's easier to be independent these days uh but i do think there are downsides to it too uh which i'm living you know <laughs> what do you what do you what are the biggest downsides you think 
uh, reference previous rants, I guess, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean, uh, there's really not a downside um, to, like, for me especially, like, you know, I I think about, like, like, like buying this airplane has been an experience for me in, like, my level how comfortable I am like being financially independent and deciding what, what kind of big purchases I'm going to make and like what I'm going to do with my money. You know, that's a Um, a huge positive to being independent. You know, you're only responsible for yourself. Right. And, and like, there's no one that like, like, yeah, my dad and my brother might be like, why are you buying an airplane? That's fucking stupid. You know? Uh, but like they can't, stop me from doing it you know what i mean yeah. uh um and i i like that you know i like that piece of like i don't have to answer to anybody you know yeah um and if i want to sleep till like 10 o'clock in the morning like nobody's stopping me you know <laughs> yeah uh so well as our right or not just change people but for you poor and i think this is something we've talked about this kind of goes back to like the the heroes of excuse me the heroes of mar- marriage life which also heroes i don't know if that's the right word to use uh, we'll <laughs> <laughs> uh the perils heralds what that's not even a fucking word i don't know perils the perils. perils yeah the perils of uh married life like how do you feel uh not being really, I mean, I'm sure you have some independence still, clearly, but it's clearly also not as much as when you were single. Yeah, I think it's, what I didn't realize, I suppose, is just, um, kind of like what you guys are talking about, like, some people are more independent than others, so it's finding the, ba- I mean, it's always finding the balance in every facet of life, I think, is where, I mean, because, you know, the whole two becomes one type of thing, even just thinking about that construct, like you got to be on the same page with as many things as you possibly can be so that, and I mean, well, yeah, you got to be on as many, uh, the same page as many things as you can be so that, you know, if you could, if you think about like the figurative, like, uh, uh, living as, you know, one life kind of thing, then that'll be easier, obviously, but it's where, to like kind of grind against each other that's where the trouble becomes right yeah and i mean the other facets of it that are like kind of unpredictable or tough to control are like if one of us has a issue at work or something and then we like have that we're like frustrated for the day and then we project that when we get home like those uh-huh. are most, most of the fights it's like never about the thing you know type uh, of thing. projection yeah i got but i think we i mean like Madison doesn't need as much uh, time alone as I think I do sometimes or like, you know, I mean, I don't think I even have to hang out with people. I think I just have to have like I have to recharge myself at times, you know, so it's yeah. I think it's figuring out the balance between those between who are who you're with, you know. You got to kind of plug back into the charger and charge yourself back up. Yeah, kind of. I know. I don't know if that's like. A function of just like I have a lot of stuff going on right now or you know I, everybody's busy you know but I feel like maybe I have a lot of like projects I'm trying to do or other stuff with the house and that type of stuff mm-hmm. uh, 
but sometimes yeah i get like a little overwhelmed and i'm not as available to her you know so it's like yeah that's that's kind of a tough uh uh it's a tough line to walk you know but that's why you just do you just like stand in the kitchen like right in front of her and you go low battery (laughs) (laughs) i mean a lot of it is like you know it's not like the cliche but it is really communication it's like it's trying to be like you know almost if you're like in the jet and you're like hey guys i'm like tumbleweed or like i'm not uh i'm not paying attention as much as i could be or i like lost i don't know what's going on around me or like i'm uh not i'm like really tired today or something like that but i'm good to fly so that people know what you're dealing with same thing like sometimes to each other will be like hey i'm a little bit frustrated right now so like tread lightly <laughs> you know what i mean yeah it's mostly Madison saying that to me, but, uh, <laughs> uh, shit, what was I going to say before? Um, yeah. I th- oh yeah. So it's like, you always see like, you know, like uh, on sitcoms or something like the guy goes on a golfing trip with his friends or the girl goes for like a girl's weekend or like <clears throat> the guy takes the baby for the weekend, you know, that type of stuff. It's like, I think you got to do that every once in a while too, so that people have a little bit of freedom, but yeah. for the most part coming together, and doing things together is rewarding in its of itself. You know, it's just sometimes life, uh, you need a little break, I suppose. Well, that goes like kind of what you just said goes to the, uh, individualism piece, um, uh, where sometimes you need to have some of those independent or individuals, independent, uh, where you have separate groups of friends or something where you're not necessarily independent, like by yourself, but you're independent of your significant other. Uh, just so they can kind of, whether it, like you may be a person who recharges, you know, by being by themselves, but you can also recharge by being around groups of people that you're used to being around or people who you care about. So, yeah, I was talking to Speed about that. He was like, he recharges by being around people, you know, mm-hmm. and I thought I did too, but I think I recharge more by just by myself and just like chilling, you know, or like, <laughs> I don't know, catching up on stuff or something like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, just so it's not on my mind. But then again, like I could go however long with uh, just not doing stuff or being distracted, which I noticed maybe like a little sidebar, like when you're TDY or away, it's like you can't be doing other stuff. They are that's on your to do list. So it's like that's that's why it's nice. You know, what I mean? <laughs> yeah. but then when you get home, it like kind of punches you in the face a little bit, you know. So, uh, yeah, it's just something to kind of consider i suppose or be prepared for <clears throat> yeah i think i'm kind of like you where i recharge by doing or not doing nothing but just kind of being by myself um like i noticed <laughs> this is this may be uh graphic for the listeners um but it is what it is uh like i noticed like when i so i didn't have to work for like basically a month straight like i go like a month between going to work and I'm just waiting because I don't have anything to do. So I, all I do is just like, you know, wake up, go to the gym, come back home, take care of some projects around the house and, you know, kind of do whatever I want. And it's just me. And it's been so rewarding that, like, I literally have almost like no care in the world. And it's almost been bad because, like, I go hang out with like, my girlfriend and I'm just like, ah, you know, I don't really want to do anything, <laughs> you know, um, if you get my drift. <laughs> And I'm just like, I, 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 I got nothing, you know, I was like, ah, I feel satisfied and everybody just 
doing nothing. Like my libido is zero. Uh, <laughs> like I don't have like I don't have it because like I get like my head, my mind is clear. Like I don't feel like the need to do anything. Like I'm just fully filled, uh, so to speak, on this. So it, it it's just kind of it's kind of odd that like this the stress of work uh, can sometimes kind of push you towards feeling like the need to be around other people. But like, like I said, for me, I recharge by just, you know, kind of grinding away at my own little projects. And maybe it's because when I was a little kid, I spent so much time by myself. Um, I had like, I had a lot of friends, but like when I'd be playing with my toys, but my, like, you know, I guess like a three year old, I didn't have any friends. So I'd just be in my room for hours. Maybe that's what, what made me into a rugged individualist when I recharge like that. So I don't know. Yeah, I think there is something to be said about like getting tasks done and that giving you energy back because you know you're like checking things off and like it's a uh, less mental strain. But yeah, I suppose different strokes for different folks. Yeah, I think the, I think the thing too is there are things that are inconsequential. Like I don't have to mow the grass, or I don't have to put down grass seed, or I don't have to wash the house, or I don't have to clean the bathrooms, or you know whatever. But it's, a, it's something to do on a list and it's not like, Oh, my life depends on it or my livelihood depends on me doing this. Like I'm just doing it because it's something I probably should do, but I don't have to. Yeah. The checks like extra credit kind of. <laughs> yeah. So it, obviously it pays dividends. Right. But it's it, 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 like, I, I'll tell you this much. Like it's, it's one of those things like, when you have things to do, which the amount of time that I had off was fairly similar in all honesty, but you know, you just be wiped out from work and you say, you know, what? I don't really have the energy to do this, but you had the same amount of time. You're just like, ah, I'm, you just keep on putting it off. And now like, there's no excuse to put it off. You do it. And you're like, Oh, I feel pretty good. And I have a whole five hours left in the day. Yeah. Maybe it's just like a mental thing. Obviously, you know, obviously I suppose, but of just like you know you did even though you're not tired physically tired you just know you i, I think there's like decision fatigue oh well, i know there mm. is but yeah, yeah yeah i think that's what gets to us really too right and i mean something for the uh or something uh lesson learned or something like that is um i think jeff bezos only makes like four big decisions a day or something like that so that's kind <laughs> of a good uh good like thing to realize is like you should only try to make so many big decisions or like good decisions. Otherwise push it to the next day if you can, you know what I mean? Um, just because I think we've all been there where like you had a really busy day and as you start to go longer and longer, just because of fatigue or decision fatigue, you just make less, um, less insightful or whatever it's called, like less good. I don't know how to say, uh, decisions, <laughs> you know, like you make like shittier decisions or make more mistakes, obviously as it goes along. So just keep that in mind, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, there's somebody who wants, it's not necessarily decisions, but it's, um, what do you call it? It's about basically based around willpower. So, uh, just kind of, it, it kind of goes hand in hand with making the decisions, right? Um, the more willpower you have, uh, you're, you're basically you kind of have they, they they say you have kind of a finite amount of willpower throughout the day. So you know somebody says, hey, you, you say I'm swearing off junk food, and you wake up in the morning, you're motivated, and someone's like, hey, you want a donut? You're like, yeah, I'm good. But <laughs> at the end of the day, after like constantly making decisions, taking action, um, 
making choices, choosing between one thing or other. You ask somebody at the end of the day, and like, hey, you want this donut? And they're like, they're more likely to cave because they kind of slowly wear out that willpower. And right. that kind of goes what you're talking about with if, if Jeff Bezos said that, making the big decisions. If you're making too many big decisions, you're going to be more likely to be worn down on you know other things, whether it's mental health or physical health for you. So I, I kind of operate on that. Uh, when, when I heard that, I, I kind of switched over. I was like, okay, I realized like, okay, this <laughs> this is a battle of wills right now, and I know that if I waste my energy putting too much thing thought into this, then I'm not going to be able to make it through the end of the day for whatever I'm trying to sustain. And you know what I thought about too was, um, oh yeah, so the I almost lost it. The I heard about this with like generals, so or like just like high executives with like assistants or something. It's just like you know I don't need somebody to cook me breakfast like me, right? But if you're like a general and you're making like big decisions or like you're constantly just like deciding on things and stuff like that. You want as many things as possible to be done for you, so that yeah. you don't have to like get you know tr- downtrodden by the small things. Right. I mean, I, I suppose it's kind of intuitive or obvious, but like just like a commander would not have he he or she rarely writes their own memos. Like somebody else makes it for them, and then they just sign it. Yeah. Um, but just like the idea of like it's like it's almost a um, counter or something like a meter. You know, <laughs> the less you can take off your plate, the better. Uh, the more quality your decisions, you know. Yes, yeah, I agree. And that's why I think I should get paid more. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're making all the decisions. Yeah, I mean, I have to make all these important decisions, like how much oil am I going to put in this popcorn today, and you know. Like, <laughs> I feel like I should get paid more. You know. Do you think I should get paid more? This is a touchy subject, I guess, but. I feel like we get paid a pretty healthy amount, but um, I think we could make more money. Yeah. How do you? I guess like I just thought of this. Like, how do you like if you started the Air Force or you know started the military, whatever? How do you decide how much people get paid? What would you like base it off of? It doesn't have to be like a concrete answer. Just I don't know. Like if I was gonna, well, I was gonna, I was gonna start it over again. I don't, I, I don't think I don't think we need to necessarily make more money, but I think like lower level. Uh, I'm a man of the people, as you as you both know. Um, uh, I think like E ones through like E fives, like don't like don't make enough money. Like yeah, I agree. Um, and if you're gonna raise those sa- their salaries you have to raise everyone's you know what i mean so like uh i think that like you know we are having this minimum wage discussion in this country right like e1s through e3s in the military like if you have a wife and a kid as an e3 you qualify for food stamps yeah (laughs) like how how mad fucked is that dude yeah and uh so but if you're going to give lower enlisted a raise like you've got to give everybody a raise right because it's got to be a a whole like military um and you know recently they haven't raised our pay to be coincident with inflation so 
uh, yeah, I think I think the military is overdue for a big raise, especially because we've been fighting wars for 20 years now. All volunteer force. Like it's tough, it man. Ah, be- oh, man, it's, it's so tough, though, too, because you, when you look at it, like, so you think, OK, you should be paid, you know, maybe commensurate with what your job would be on the outside. And if that was the case, then, you know, I don't know. <laughs> but let's let's say you're a a contractor or not a contractor. Let's, yeah, let's say you're contracting your mechanic. You're probably making pretty decent money working for that, you know, defense contractor. But in the military, like you're doing the same job and you're not making nearly as much. And like we'd go broke if that was the case. Um, so it's like, ah. I don't know what's because there, there's some militaries in the world that pay their their people a lot more than what we pay. Um, right. And I but we also have a lot larger military than some of those other countries. So it's kind of. I do. A, do I do I want us to make more? Yes. Do I think we make a good amount? Like and you have, the other thing you have to count into is like health benefits, um, benefits in general amount of time that you're getting paid uh, over time. Like, yeah, I think too, you're on salary. Right? We're all on salary for the most part, unless you're um, in the guard or reserve. Um, and even this, even some of them are on salary, but that's a whole nother discussion. Um, if you, if you were to have that same job and get paid, even if you're like, Oh, I'm going to get paid $15 an hour. We'll say that's minimum wage. And the amount of, like to pay people like that, it'd be almost impossible because then the, the, the days that you send people, you know, out to the field for a week, you're like, okay, well now I got to pay somebody 24 times seven, uh, seven days a week at $15 an hour, dude, no way <laughs> it wouldn't happen. So it's, it's just tough. Like there's a lot of extra incentives that we, we get that if you were to throw that in and try to make it work as a civilian, I think it'd be kind of hard. So can we get paid more, especially younger guys? For sure. Um, the older guys and or older and higher ranking people, I think we're sitting pretty. Uh, I'm not going to lie. But that's not going to stop me from wanting to make more money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, I think, you know, especially the lower enlisted, like, they're not making $15 an hour. You know what I mean? Like, when you, when you, like, let's say they work a 40-hour work week, which most of them probably work more than a 40-hour work week, right? Right. Uh, they're making less than, like, what would be considered a reasonable minimum wage, you know? Right. Uh, and mind you, their food's being provided and their housing provided, but still, it's just not, it's not reasonable. It's not enough money, you know? And especially for what we ask people to do, like, hey, leave your family and then deploy for however long and, like, uh, do exactly what we say. And, like, it's just kind of, like, for what it is and the fact that you volunteered to do it, like, you should make more money, you know? You should. Um, Yeah. It's tough. And, and, again, I think the hard part is, when it comes to salary, like when you're, when you put somebody on salary, that's when you kind of run into, cause if you're, if you're on salary, they don't, they're not paying you for 40 or they're paying you for, Hey, we're expecting you to put anywhere from 30 to 
70 hours in a week, maybe 80 hours, depending. Uh, so it would be really hard to just say, hey, you're only going to work for eight hours, unless you're like unless you're a civilian. Uh, and even the civilians are getting like the civilians who work for the Department of Defense or whatever government agency. Um, they're only getting paid for like the eight hours that they work uh, right. per day. So it's a, it, we're in a sticky situation. All that said, I, I do agree that like, the younger guys should get paid more. But then do you really want um, young bucks running around with a bunch of money to spend? I don't know. <laughs> Just buying Dodge Chargers left and right. <laughs> As, as my man uh, uh, Christopher Wallace, aka Biggie Small, said, "Mo money, mo problems." <laughs> um, all right, well, guys, I got, I got, I got to sign off. Oh shit! Okay, I got to work tomorrow. Yeah, you are. It, it, that's right. It's you're on East Coast time too. So yeah, that's true. Okay. Well, thanks. I'm for one of those by. fancy. I'm one of those fancy East Coast guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, so, all right. Take it easy, man. Yeah. All right, see ya. Well, I don't. I don't know what else. You got anything else? No, I don't think so. I think we could probably wrap it up for good, huh? Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. yeah. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individuals and do not reflect the official policy or position of any agency of the U.S. government.